0: don't ever compromise who you are always find what makes you shine and hone in on those gifts don't compare yourself to anybody else just really be authentically you stay in your lane don't look left or right you stay on your path
1: welcome back to the morning news Welcome back to The Morning Mies. Today we are joined by Miss Catherine Sutherland, known for her portrayal of Kate Hillard, the Pink Ranger in the Power Rangers television franchise. How are you doing, ma'am?
0: I'm great. How are you doing? I'm a bit
1: cold. Apart from that, I'm doing oh. really
0: well. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How's everything going? Good. You know, it's been a crazy year, but I feel like things are kind of moving in a more positive direction. And this summer, my kids just got on summer breaks, So I'm looking forward to a summer and just a little bit more normalcy and uh, fun to try and rebuild that back into our lives.
1: Yeah, I think just the whole pandemic robbed people of certain things because a lot of things were closed down. And just having your family around mm. you during that time, that's positive that came out of it.
0: Definitely. Just to be able to be with people again in a larger capacity, not just one person at a time, is really freeing. I've been giving a lot more
1: hugs. <laughs> just to get right into it, who is Miss Catherine Sutherland and mean enlighten us about your journey to acting as a Power Ranger?
0: Yes. Well, I grew up in Sydney, Australia. Um, I actually grew up about an hour and a half north of Sydney in a smaller community called the Central Coast. I was always just had such a love of the creative arts. And when I was 14, I went to a performing arts high school in Sydney called Macdonald College, which was a school of creative arts. It had academics as well, but I really um, got to kind of hone in on my talents and singing and dancing and playing piano and acting and all of those things. I just kind of thrived in that environment and when I left school I was working and doing you know paid jobs at weddings and recitals and working in theatre and then I started modelling as well and my modelling agency actually happened to have an acting division so they started sending me out on acting jobs and so I was booking a few acting jobs here and there and I went to this producer um, Shuki Levy and I remember getting out of confidence when I left from my meeting with him and saying I hope you make the right decision Mr Levy which is <laughs> something I would never normally say but I got very confident in that moment. And about three weeks later, he and the casting director called me to tell me I had booked the role and I was going to be moving to Los Angeles. It was a big shift in culture and not having my support around me. Um, I was very fortunate that my castmates and the crew of the show really embraced me as a family and it turned out to be a wonderful experience.
1: And when you heard that you were now moving to Los Angeles, were you nervous about the move
0: oh yeah very I mean I was very excited to have an adventure like that but I was very nervous I think it it hit me before I landed of like wow I just moved my whole life I hope this works out I feel very comfortable talking to all kinds of people in all kinds of situations in all kinds of cultures because of that shift that I had to do at such a young time in my life you know
1: that was just so good for you because you didn't know what the future held but you Mm -hmm. took the leap of faith, which a lot of people don't do and worked out really well for you. You are an Australian actress who played Catherine Hillard in various Power Rangers movies. May you explain the transition from attending McDonald College of performing arts to being a key part in one of the most iconic television series.
0: So when I was in high school, I was really into Shakespeare and and very serious acting, which was so ironic. My first major job was on a kids show that was very cheesy. You know, I didn't realize the impact that our show was having on the world at the time. It seemed just like, oh, this is just a fun kids show. It's, you know, it's something fun for them. I'm grateful that I got to have that kind of impact in people's lives. And that's really why I wanted be an actor in the first place was to make a difference and to inspire people and help people see a different perspective on things or you know encourage them you know that kind of stuff I really feel grateful that I got to be a part of something that did that for so many people.
1: As an actor working with big productions to inspire young people and help them achieve leadership roles you obviously get to communicate with a lot of people and has it affected the way you approach people and helped with your confidence in acting?
0: I think it's made me a better listener for sure over the course of the last 26 years and being with social media and everything, I think I'm very aware of my position and listening to people's stories has made me a better person and a better actor and have more empathy. On
1: the topic of acting, was it challenging diving into the entertainment industry? Um,
0: No, I didn't find it hard. It was very organic for me the way it happened but I think that the roles for women have definitely become much more diverse I guess now. The leading roles when I was kind of coming into it were more romantic comedy kind of roles. We're seeing a lot more powerful women leading movies now which I love but I I never felt intimidated by it. I, I mean I always feel like there was always a role available for my demographic anyway. I think the industry has changed a lot and I'm so glad that we're seeing more opportunities for women of color we're seeing more opportunities for all kinds of people that's really important because there needs to be representation of all kinds of people so that we can relate you can look in the screen and say wow that person looks like me or that person talks like me or behaves like me
1: that's really interesting I really agree with what you're saying and I think That's something that Power Rangers did for a lot of people. Where you watch Mm. the show and you see people who look like you. And I also agree with how the roles of women are now changing. Because... A long time ago women just had said roles in shows but now we see women leading it. We see female superheroes, we see female firefighters. And I think that's a really good advancement in the entertainment industry.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's fantastic. I love it. And on the topic of
1: females in acting, I can imagine that Along your journey, you've encountered challenges. What keeps you going when things get tough in your respective field?
0: Well, I actually gave up acting 12 years ago. I stepped away from it after I got married because I felt like it was really compromising my self esteem and who I was as a person. I was very affected by what people thought of me. I felt very out of control in the industry. And you know, because of the way I look, I was only getting put into certain roles. I wasn't being challenged. I kind of lost sight of why I was doing it and what I believed that Catherine Sutherland represented. I don't ever say I have regrets about anything because I think we learn from everything that we go through. But if I could go back to my 28 year old self and say, hey, you are exactly who you're supposed to be. There is no one like you. What can you bring? To this role to this casting director that they haven't seen before. I think I would have had a lot longer career and a lot more diverse career, actually. I'm a very sensitive person. I didn't have the us withstand what the industry puts on you, but I still love it and I still do little things from time to time, voiceover jobs and things. I just hated auditioning. I really hated auditioning. I think it would be a different experience for me now as a 40-something-year-old woman, but at the time, I just felt really like why am I doing this? This is not bringing me joy anymore. So I always say to people that are starting out in acting, I'm like, don't compromise you because there's only one you. No one else can bring what you are. There's no one like you. So how can I stand out? That's going to be what sells you. Not trying to be like someone else or trying to fit on something that doesn't feel right to you.
1: What are some of the challenges that you faced with auditioning for roles? And was the pressure that you felt from the media or from like directors or people actually in the film?
0: I'm blonde and blue eyed and white. So there is a million girls that look like me in California. It's just the way it is. So I would walk into a room and there's lots of beautiful women in California as well. Instead of focusing on my talent, I would focus on what I lack, what I'm not, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. Instead of being grounded in what you have to offer and not comparing yourself to other people. So. So I would often find that I would walk into a room and I was carrying that insecurity. So a casting director is not going to be like, wow, when you walk in a room, if you're carrying that. And oftentimes I would find that a lot of the roles I was going out for had already been cast and they were just going through the motions of an audition. It wasn't like they were even really looking. You know, they wouldn't even really care whether you were there or not. So that was frustrating. It's very much out of your control. So I always would walk in and I wouldn't be able to let it go when I left the room. I'd be thinking about when I'm going to get a call back. And if I'm going to get a call back, if I didn't get a call back, how was that going to make me feel? Would my agent drop me? You know, all those silly things that are so out of your control. That was definitely the challenges that I had in the industry. And again, looking back, if I could tell myself to knock that off and just go in and do your best and let it go and move on but you know when you take something so seriously and you love something so much it's easiest than they've done sometimes so
1: and that's so true and I feel like a lot of people really do have insecurities but I think the thing that happened mm-hmm. and in your case is you always looked at what you liked instead of what you had that other people didn't have yeah uh, that projects itself in the way you move yep. the way you act and because of that it will always put you at a disadvantage because. As soon as you walk into a room, the director, the casting crew, they could already tell, okay, she's not really confident. And I think the thing that yeah. people just need to always remember is everyone is different and people who you might look at and think, oh, this person looks better than me. They are also dealing with their own things. And the biggest thing is just to find comfort in you, who you are. I think acceptance is a really big thing where you accept what you have and the things you can't change to just wire your mind to not focus on them and the things you can change to actively try and change them because I feel like insecurities nowadays are a thing that a lot of people are dealing with and the biggest thing is just Realize that we're all made differently. Realize that we all have different strengths. We all have different weaknesses. And never focus on the bad. Because if you focus on the bad, your mind will always be on it. No matter where you are. Even a role that you feel confident in. You always have that little thought that the next person looks better, the next person's better than me.
0: Exactly. And it's like chasing a dragon. You're never going to catch it because perfection is in the eye of the beholder. I'm saying this out loud as I'm saying it to you. I'm like, I need to own that too in myself, is that there's no such thing as perfect. All you can do is take one day at a time and be the best version of you today.
1: Yeah, that's really true. And I think another thing about perfection is just to always ask yourself, and I think this is something that a lot of people need to do, is if there was nothing that I couldn't be, what would I be with myself? Because I feel like when you compare to other people, you start removing yourself out of certain roles and removing yourself out of certain positions that are meant for you because you always feel inferior. You always feel that someone is doing something better. There's no one who's perfect. Even the most perfect person is dealing with lots of things. And it's just to own who you are. That's just the biggest thing. On the topic of acting, may you tell us a bit about what made you want to start acting?
0: I think it was a natural progression for me. I just I just loved being creative. I loved to play. I was always doing different characters. And, you know, like I said, I was dancing and singing. And <laughs> um, it was a natural progression for me to go into that, I think. And when I started acting, I loved everything about it. I loved the way I felt. I loved being able to play different people that were different different from me and I loved the way it felt. I loved inspiring and I just love everything about it. I love movies. I love watching TV. I I love the way they make me feel. So I want to be able to do that for other people. I can't remember ever wanting to do anything else actually.
1: It's like your purpose. From like a young age you've always known that, oh I wanted to do this and you were living out your gift, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't really get to experience,
0: yeah, I know I feel very blessed by that.
1: I believe that supportive friends and family around you can really help in support of your goals and help you with your vision and with that, who are the three people who have been most influential to you on your journey?
0: Oh that's a good question um. I would say my parents, first of all, because my parents were really hardworking people, um, yet they never missed one of my performances. They never missed an awards show. They were always there to support me and cheer me on and just encourage me and give me every opportunity I could to be successful. And I'm truly grateful that I had parents like that. My second influence, I've had so many people in my life that have inspired (laughs) me. I would say when I was in elementary school, I had a teacher called Mr. Hamm. He was my teacher but he was also in charge of all the theater performances we did for school and he was just so fun and really helped me tap into my creativity and encourage me he was like a real a push for me to follow my gifts and like really helped me recognize those things in me um so he was another one Nikia, Nikia has been a huge influence in my life. You know, when, when I doubt myself, whatever, she's there to, like, remind me who I am. And she's definitely been a huge influence in my life, too, in terms of just helping me see who I am. When I don't feel like I see who I am, (laughs) my husband, there's so many people, but I'll stop there. There's many people. I have a huge net team and yeah, it's important to have people that lift you up and inspire you and make you better. You can't do this life alone. You need to, it takes a village.
1: As an altruistic influencer and role model to many young girls, What advice would you give anyone trying to pursue a similar career path?
0: Just don't ever compromise who you are. Always find what makes you shine and hone in on those gifts. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just really be authentically you. Stay in your lane. Don't look left or right. You stay on your path. You know, I often say when people have successes, I really, I get so excited about people's successes because I think when you encourage and get to be around people that are blessed like that, it blesses you i want to be around those kind of people that are living in their destiny and it's inspiring to me and it's contagious and it makes me like go oh my gosh i i want to be my best self
1: it's just about encouraging people and helping people and also if you're in that environment of people who are doing good things people who are successful it's also going to rub onto you and your connections are i think you one of your most valuable assets because if you are friends with people who add value, they're also going to add value into your life and help you become a better person.
0: Yes, exactly. That's 100% correct. In
1: every podcast, I have a signature question, which is, what does happiness mean to you? So today, Miss Catherine Sutherland, what does happiness mean to you?
0: Hmm, I like that question. I think being content. I don't want to get my happiness from how successful I am or what material items I have. Happiness is a choice. I just want to feel content with where I am today.
1: That's really nice, just being content And with that, I'd just like to say thank you so much, Ms. Sutherland, for joining us today on The Morning Muse. We wish you all the best in all your endeavors.
0: That was lovely. I loved your questions.
1: Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it.